Okay, guys, so now we're going to do my famous, well, they're not famous yet, but one day, <laughs> nine questions. And this is really inspired by Vanity Fair Proust questionnaire. It's always at the back of Vanity Fairs. I love these sort of questionnaires. So I'm doing nine questions with millennials. Today I have Anula here for her nine questions. Hi. <laughs> Let's start with question one. What virtue is closest to defining you? I mean, it's a hard one because, I mean, we're made up of so many different virtues, but I definitely think truthfulness for me. Truthfulness? Yes. I like to say it as it is, whether that's <laughs> for good or for bad. A lot of the times, not as good. Um, I think people find it refreshing. That's what I've been told because I'm a little bit like that. Yeah, I definitely get that sometimes, but sometimes I get told to shut up. So do you get told way. you what is it? You call it a spade, a spade, a spade. They say I call a spade a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that. All right. Question two: Who brings out the best in you? Well, my husband definitely, Adam. He brings out the best in me. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Question three. When do you feel bliss? Ooh. Get the feeling Adam's going to be involved in this. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. I didn't mean that. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, just kind of sitting there. I mean, yes, Adam is there when I'm thinking about it, but sitting in the sun, reading a book, that's pretty much it. Having time to yourself. Yeah. Nice. Question four, what words do you overuse? First of all, like. Like. Haven't been able to get that to stop. But there's another one, no worries. I like to say no worries a no lot, worries. even though, as we know, I'm very full of worries. <laughs> do you ever meet people that say words in ways and you think, oh, I want to keep that? Like I was with some guys and they um, in London, they were saying, no doubt. No doubt. I'm thinking, that's cool. Yeah, I like no that. Doubt. Yeah, we might have to adopt that. Well, it's always hard when you try and adopt someone's yeah. phrasing because it doesn't the, sound right coming out of your mouth until right. you say it. Although I'll say, indeed, indeed. I like that, but still, doesn't yeah. doesn't sound right doesn't coming work. out of your mouth. I'm like you as well. No worries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question five. What have you learned about life in the past five years? And before you answer that... <laughs> The next question is, what have you learned about yourself in the past five years? So separate them. So the first one's life. What have you learned about life in the past five years? I think my main takeaway from the past five years is if it's not making you happy, it's not worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, to narrow it down, that's just it. If you've only got one life and, I mean, in the last five years especially, like I've done a lot of things. Um, be that changing jobs or pursuing what I really want to do or getting married and all that. If it's if you're doing something and it doesn't feel right and it doesn't bring you joy, Mary Kondo, hashtag, then don't do it. Yeah. And what have you learned about yourself in the past five years? That, geez, a lot of things, but I think... Mostly that I can be very fragile in certain ways, but very strong in other ways. 
So, and sometimes it can be just a small tipping point between the two and just learning to kind of embrace the fact that there are two super opposing sides of myself Mm. that just balance on this precipice and how easily I can go between the two. But knowing that if I couldn't do that, then I wouldn't be able to be the person that I am. Exactly. But also knowing that if you can be in those dark places that you know that you can get back in the light place very quickly. Yes, true. Right? So when you're in that dark place, remember that. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it's the people that seem the strongest Mm -hmm. that have those really deep depth. I'm pointing to my gut here, like where it really hurts, those really deep, dark moments. Yeah. You can have those. But no one necessarily will know that or expect that from you because you're the one that's sorting out the rest of the world, right? You're, you walk in the room, everyone knows you're in the room. Yes. <laughs> Make that very clear. But sometimes it's just your energy level, I think. Think of your energy level. Think of who fills you up mm-hmm. and who takes your energy out. Definitely. I actually bought a journal earlier this year, which has really helped me with that. The five-second journal, guys, it's very good, but it makes you much more aware because you're writing down what your energy levels are like and what mm. it is that you can do to make yourself feel more energized. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good way of like tapping into what's actually going on in your head and figuring out how to get yourself out of it. Yeah. So it's like emotional regulation, but for grown-ups because we need help too. <laughs> That's great. That sounds interesting. Have to have a look at it. Okay, so question seven. What gets you up in the morning? My dog licking my face, <laughs> or more realistically now, standing on my face until I wake yeah. up. Yeah, and I don't mean like <laughs> your alarm. I mean what motivates you to actually get out of bed when the dog's licked your face. <laughs> Metaphorically. <laughs> um, I guess, yes, metaphorically what gets me out of bed is the idea that I want to ta- I want to be taking positive steps towards what I actually want. So... Mm. In the throes of quarter-life crises, crises <laughs> that everyone goes through, just having that, like, just having that perception of going, yeah, you know what, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get through it and next time I get up, it's going to be better. So I sound like, sounds to me like some real, you've got natural drive in you to want to achieve things, get up, get going. Really? You think so, Shell? Maybe, you know. Maybe. All right. Question eight. And I didn't just throw this one in for you. (laughs) This is everyone gets this. Everyone gets this question. Sure. Okay. All right. (laughs) What are you looking for in a boss? (laughs) Bearing in mind that one day you might be that boss. Uh, Michelle really wants me to stroke her ego here. No, I don't. (laughs) This is not about me. No. Um. In a boss, you want to, well, I want to look for someone that's going to inspire me, someone that's going to, not accept, but someone that's going to see that I have potential and feel like they want to help me achieve it. Um, And someone that you can just have a conversation with that you don't feel like you're in this constant hierarchy with as well. And I'd like to think that if, one day when I'm in the leadership position that I would be able to use those same values and put that Mm. same thing down to my team as well. Yeah, great. All right, and the final question, what are your three priorities in life? We're talking metaphorically or? (laughs) 
However you want to take it. Um, happiness. Freedom. Free, I mean, freedom in a few different ways, but like freedom mm. of expression, freedom to be myself, I guess, is a big one. And, I mean, my animals. <laughs> Great. Freedom's important. Oh, animals as well. Animals right? are very important. A- animals as well. Freedom, we should not underestimate how lucky we are, the freedom that we have. Mm-hmm. And definitely keep fighting for it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. That was our nine questions with Vanula. No worries. Thank you. Bye. Bye.